0: Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey folks, welcome to Wednesday night. Great time to be alive in Christ. Couldn't think of a better thing to be to know Him and know what He's doing in the earth today. You know, He is doing some mighty things, we don't always hear about it. But uh, it's it's really the point of time we're living in is our time. You ever think about that? It's your time to do what He's called you to do, and each one of us have a calling. I hope you know that. I was uh, we were fortunate enough to go to a prayer meeting on Sunday night, uh, Sandy and I over over in Danville, and there was about six, five or six different churches represented, it, and they were praying about things that uh, for this community, around this community, and for the state about uh, breakthroughs, about prosperity for the church, and for about revival. How many of you know it's time to see a binding move of God? Now, I believe he's doing wonderful things around the earth because we see greater things happening. Sometimes we do. We don't always get the, the, um, the word about it, but he's doing wonderful things. But the, the true thing about it is we don't want it to pass us by. We, we want to have time to do what we have to do and see God do a mighty work in the church today, amen? Because that's where it starts. Uh, revival starts in the household of God. It always starts with God's people. And uh, <clears throat> so we had a great time the other night. Going to have another one next month over in, uh, I think it's in Hoopston and then one in Rantoul and then, and then again in uh, Urbana. But it's bringing the body of Christ together to do some important things, and that's uh, pray. If my people are called by my name, you know that scripture in Second Chronicles, and humble themselves and pray, then he's going to heal the land. He'll return from our wicked ways and heal the land. Amen? He'll hear our voice. So we got to do that. Well, I was reading. We've been continuing along the line of victorious living. And of course, we've been talking about overcoming the storms of life. And we've talked about so many different things. And, and, but I was reading in Ephesians um, just actually yesterday, and begin to read uh, through that again. I hope you, those letters that Paul wrote, my goodness, Philippians and Ephesians, Galatians, you know, uh, uh, to the Colossian church, wonderful. And they will, they will inspire you and they'll encourage you and lift you up. And And so I was reading through that and I came across this passage of Scripture again in chapter 5 of Ephesians chapter 5. And the title of the uh, heading of the first one is "Walk in Love." Well, first of all, we're to walk in love, and Paul says we're to be imitators of God as dear children. Why? Well, how did how will we imitate God? God is love, so we have to learn to love one another. We have to learn to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and our neighbor as ourself. Amen. That's so important. But it goes down here. <clears throat> excuse me. It goes down here to verse fifteen. Well. 14 says this, he's talking to them, walking in the light. How many of you know you're the light? (laughs) The power of God lives on the inside of you. If you've been accepted Christ or you're born again, you have the very spirit that raised Christ from the dead. It can dwell in you, amen? It dwells in you. So you are the light, but he says to those, (laughs) but all things are exposed, made manifest by the light for whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who, who, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you that light. You'll begin to walk in it. How many of you know we can, we can sit back and, and get comfortable and get complacent and, and sometimes very apathetic? And we, Listen, friends, that's no time to do that. This is our time. Then he says this, how to walk in wisdom. He says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time you know that that's what hit me right there this title this message is called redeem the time because it's our time and the one thing you really can't get back in this life is time whatever you let go now it's gone tomorrow will come it'll be today right that's what we always say don't worry about tomorrow because it'll be today when tomorrow comes but we cannot get back time so we have to do what we're called to do in this day in this hour by the life we live, amen? So I always think about time because I've lived quite a few years in my life and I don't know how many more years I have, but I want to fulfill my time and fulfill the call that God has on me. I want to run my race. You know, Paul said, I've run my race I've been poured out as a drink offering, he said over to Timothy, and I have run the race, I've finished my course and I've kept the faith. What a, what a testimony. What a testimony. He wasn't looking for a sit-down, do-nothing uh, retirement. He was looking, as he said in one place, what do you want to know? Paul says, forgetting those things that lie behind, I press forward to the mark of the high calling that's in Christ Jesus. So that tells me he was still wanting to press forward. What do you want else do you want to know, Paul? I want to know him and the power of his resurrection. I mean, you know, many times people, and I have no problem with somebody that wants to get uh must I have some downtime, uh, rest time? But that's just to restrengthen yourself to go forward and finish your race and finish your course. But but it says by redeeming the time, because the days are what evil. The days, <clears throat> excuse me, are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand the will of the Lord, and do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to oneself. Uh, one another in the psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody melody in your heart to the lord now how's how are the believers supposed to walk you know some you tell people you're a christian or you believe in god do you walk after the uh the 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 commandments he's given us have you are you living the kind of life that we uh show that you really are a christian that know jesus christ or are you just kind of up and down up and down going this way and that listen there are two kinds of people there's the fool or the unwise you know there are people out there very foolish today uh unthinking thankless thoughtless uh uncaring and and worldly well that's that's the person that's all the way around we don't want to be that way as christians and we shouldn't be that way they think you, you, you can even get to a place where you think you're acceptable to God, but you're doing things that are contrary to what he said in his word. We cannot do there. And then there are other people, <clears throat> fairly decent and, and uh, honorable people in a, in a way and useful, but pay their dues to God and here and there. In other words, part-time Christians. How I many of you know we're not to be part-time Christians? We're to be full-time, sold out to the things of God because this is our time. God has a plan and a purpose for each one of you. You've read those little tracks and little things maybe over the years, maybe heard speakers talking about God has a destiny and a purpose for your life. Well, he really does. And he has gifted us to do certain things. And it's our time. Uh, we're not concerned about, you know, not, those people that are foolish are not concerned about the things that they do. They're not, it says when it says walk circumspectly, amen, so there's the wise person. What's the wise person? Thoughtful, thinking, careful, uh, being careful, caring, spiritually mature and minded, amen? Watching each step. Lord, am I, am I following you the way I should be? Am I doing what's right in your sight? Because ultimately, that's what it it, it entails. I, am I doing what you told me to do, God? And it's so important. Is my heart right with you? You know, David said, uh, and the psalmist said, Search my heart, O oh God, and see if there be any, what, wicked way in me that I might not sin against you. Sometimes our heart can fool us. So we have to be, uh, walk in those areas. Now, Galatians 5.16 says, <clears throat> Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Walk in the Spirit, redeeming the time. Ephesians 4.1 says, Walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Now he's talking to the Ephesian church. He could be talking to any church today. is being called by his name. Walk worthy of that calling. Are you? Are you a Christian? Are you born again? Well, then you have a calling. You have a calling. Each one of us have a calling. But if we waste our time, boy, it's, it's amazing how time could slip away. I just had a birthday on nine eleven, and. And you know, somebody says, how you celebrate? And I said, well, I only do that in five year increments now because when I turned 50, it seemed like, boy, I was 55, then 60, and then 65 and 70. And then I passed 75 last year. So that tells you how old I am now. But praise God, keep pressing on. I don't care what your age is. You've got something that can be done. You're called to be a witness in this time, fulfilling your time. Now, redeeming the time. How I many you know time will pass away? And you'll lose opportunity. What's that? I wrote it down here. To live righteously and and godly. Witness and share. Those times could be gone quickly. Diligent on the job if you're still working. Or diligent on whatever you put your hand to. Because that's that's the passion principle. Whatever you put your hand to. Whatever you do. Do it as unto the Lord, not unto men. Before he rewards and repays. How many of you know he's the rewarder? And you want to stand before him someday. And have a good testimony where he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. We don't want to hear, uh, well, you could have done what I told you, if you'd have done what I told you, amen? So we don't want to do that. How, how to set an example for, for our Christianity. Set an example, faithful to God and to family. Speak up for the for Christ, amen? Speak up for him. Opportunities to witness will pass you know that it's going to pass all things are going to pass away if jesus doesn't return even at the night maybe there's going to be a passing away of people pastor scott talked about it sunday i've heard this from 155 to 180 thousand people leave this earth every day i mean every day their time is up well we want to do what we're called to do in the time that we're here amen uh how about speaking up and showing diligence that time and opportunity will pass. How about loving one another? Well, I'd love them if they loved me. Well, you know, Jesus loved us so much and he loved the Father so much and the Father loved us so much that He, Jesus actually died for us. Love died for us, amen? So if he died for us, we can certainly live and love other people. Uh, opportunity to minister will pass if we're not careful. Now we've all been called to the ministry of reconciliation. That's what, what is that? opportunity to witness to somebody about Jesus is the way the only way really and then opportunity to minister maybe lay hands on the sick maybe cast out a devil that's still that's still prevalent today that's still for today because if you can't tell what's going on today there's demonic forces of darkness that have infiltrated our nation and our world there were some crazy things going on (laughs) Uh, opportunities to pray you know all of us can pray we've talked about that uh, at that meeting, that was what that was meeting, prayer meeting was about the other night. But you know what Jesus said: men, meaning men and women, of course, ought always to pray and not faint. What the one rendering says: don't give up. I mean, you know, sometimes if you don't pray, it's easy sometimes to give up. Well, I don't care, and I don't want to do nothing. No, you pray. You begin to get the heart of God, and you begin to pray, and then it'll it'll cause you to be wanting to see others come to the Lord, and then opportunity to give, give of yourself, and you know he said this, more blessed to give than to receive, that's hard to believe, isn't it, sometimes, but you know what, have you ever done something for somebody that couldn't return it, and you knew that he needed something real bad, and you helped him, boy, there's no greater feeling, amen, I, it's nice to get nice things, and it's good, but you know what, there's such a, uh, uh, an abundance of, of of love that comes out of you when you've helped somebody you know that really needed it what better thing to do is lead somebody to Christ or or uh, pray with somebody that's really being discouraged or down or hurting or whatever and be able to give them something that you got it can be from your soul and your spirit and and talking to them or it can be a number of things you can do it can be money but anyway where to do those things now it goes on to say understand therefore not be unwise but understand what the will of the Lord is now what is the will of the Lord well the will of the Lord is find out in his word if you don't read the word of God uh, if you don't know the word of God you know you'll never find out what the will of God is because his the will and his word do not change they do not separate themselves excuse me they 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 work together in Second uh, Timothy, I think it's Second Timothy. Let me get over there. We're to know what the Word of God says. Uh, we're not to be uh, um, how do I want to say it? Uh, I'm over in Titus. Listen to uh, in Second Timothy, verse uh, chapter three, verse sixteen. Well, verse fifteen. That from a childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. How many of you know you want to be profitable? You want to know what the will of God is. Profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for uh, instruction in righteousness. That the person or man of God... Will be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work or calling. In other words, how are you going to find out the will of God? You cannot find out the will of God by by not knowing the Word. You've got to know what His Word says, or you can How can you follow what He says if you don't know His Word? Now you know this other scripture because if you've been around me very long, you've heard it many times. Romans twelve two, what's it say? And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, you, you renew your mind, you're going to begin to see the will of God for your life. And it goes on that you may prove what is acceptable and good and or is good and, and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. That's how you begin to do it. You begin to read the word. Uh, if we don't, we lose out, my friends. We waste time. One of the worst things we can do is waste time. Now, I've done it myself a lot. <laughs> I get done, I sit around some days and, and at home and maybe on a weekend or something, and then I get up and I think, what was, what was I doing all this time? Maybe watching a ball game or, or doing other things. So you can waste your time. Now, it goes on to say, <clears throat> and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation. Be, be filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah! You know, over in Luke 21, it says this. You know what? What? Uh, what? What can be drunk with? You can be drunk with cares and worries and fears and anxiety over what's happening in our world today. We can be all sorts of things. Uh, we can be intoxicated, overcome. You ever been around somebody who's overcome with fear and anxiety for what's going on today or in their life or about a relationship? It can wear you out. Here's what, here's what Jesus said over in, in Luke uh, 21, verse 34. <clears throat> but take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life and that day might come upon you unexpectedly. If you're not redeeming the time, if you're not putting the time in in God's word, praying, seeking the Lord, walking in the spirit, you, you can be overcome. How many of you have been overcome? Blindsided, so to speak. Everything seems to be going good, and then something like that will just happen that'll take you down if you're not careful. He says that, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the earth. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. In other words, he's talking about a lot of things there, but he's talking about cares, worries, drunkenness, and things can overcome us at any any given time. So we have to really take heart and take take uh, the procedures that we need to walk in, in, uh, in the power of God. Amen? Now, let's go on to see. 518 a spirit-filled person has what spirit-filled people have a way about them Uh, what's it say in verse 18 and be not drunk excuse me with wine which is dissipation but be filled with the spirit what is it that you do when you're filled with the spirit you lift your voice and praise god even in the midst of trouble especially in the midst of trouble now, we talked about Acts 16, verse 25 through 34, where Paul and Silas were, uh, were uh, in prison for doing a good deed. You know that. But what did they do? They sang hymns and praised God at their midnight hour. They were praying and singing hymns. And the prisoners heard them. Somebody's watching you and what you do. Uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 14, 15. It says this, I will pray with the spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit and I will also sing with the understanding. In other words, Paul said, I'm going to sing <laughs> in my natural voice and in, in tongues is what he's talking about. But he's doing it in the spirit. Uh, Psalm verse eight. We'll go to that real quick if I can find that uh, quickly. always seem like I'm rushed. <laughs> and sometimes I am. But... Uh, Psalm 8, verse 1, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and infants, and nursing infants, you have ordained strength. Amen, amen. So we're to to praise God, Psalm 95, Uh, let's go there real quick. See, this is important. This is how you can redeem your time. You can sing with, uh, in the spirit, making melody in your heart, uh, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen? Uh, Psalm 95, uh, not 95, 105. <laughs> I'll get there. See what I mean? Sometimes I get in a hurry. Slow down, Mike. It's all good. Psalm 95, verse uh, 1. Oh, let us sing to the Lord. Let us sing joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms, for the Lord is great and the great king above all gods. Amen. Thankfulness, singing, making melody in your heart. Another thing is we just talked about it. What else would we be? How do you know if somebody's walking in the spirit? Are they grumpy, down and out uh? Uh, seem to be depressed or worried or short-tempered or whatever uh, that could be a good indication but if you're singing and making melody in your heart you're going to have you're going to have the ability to uh, uh walk in and fullness amen secondly a spirit-filled person would have a thankful spirit oh my goodness thankful oh do we need thankfulness in the body of christ today be thankful you know uh Sometimes, you know, sometimes I think everybody ought to go outside this country and then come back in and, and go to a third world nation or something and then come back and see how great we really got. Well, uh, you know, they'll say, oh, I don't know. It's so good here. Yeah, you got it great here. And I wish some of those people that says, well, America's not good. They made a fortune living here and doing work here, but they don't like our country. I think they ought to go to the third world nation and stay. Hey, Amen. In fact, I might help pay for the trip but in in that uh in Colossians three seventeen it says and whatever you do in in word or deed do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Whew. giving thanks to him to the to God the Father through him amen whatever you do whatever your job is whatever your uh calling is do it as unto the Lord that's that gives you thankfulness in your heart oh my goodness can you not thank God for that what he's done for you he to thank God for His great salvation, that He He gave His life. Jesus gave His life for us. Amen. And and First uh, Thessalonians five eighteen it says this. In everything, give thanks. Now here we talked about the will a while ago. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen. It's the will of God for you. Give thanks. Have a thankful heart. You know when you have a thankful heart. It, it creates favor for you. <laughs> it will create favor for you. Amen? Now, a spirit-filled person has a submissive and respectful spirit. Uh, do you have a, a heart of criticism or a spirit that's critical and, and, and divisive and envy and, and selfishness? You know, there's a lot of selfishness in the world today and it's in our nation too. We shouldn't be that way. Over in Philippians... Chapter 2, I'm going to get back over there. Uh, Paul says this. You know, Paul, you need to read these letters. These will, these will really encourage you. Chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Let nothing done be done through uh, selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than them himself. Let each of you look not only at his own... Interests, but also for the interests of others man that's the spirit-filled person pastor scott was talking about what it means to be spiritually mature you know um uh, i've been often used in the gifts of the spirit but you know that doesn't make me spiritually mature i mean he can speak through anybody but to spiritually mature is when somebody's done something to you and you you can forgive them and love them in, in spite of it in jesus name amen walk in the power of the spirit and and uh and doing the things he's asked us to do. Now, the last uh, couple scriptures, and I didn't bring my amplified Bible. Uh, Ephesians 5, uh, 15 through 21. I could read that, but I don't. I, but in 1 Peter 5, 5, walk in humility. How many of you know it's, it's important that we, we humble ourselves? You know, scripture says, humble yourself. Uh, scripture says, humble yourself for the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due time. In other words, you humble yourself. It talks about Jesus who humbled himself <laughs> and, you know, and went to the cross and died for us. He humbled himself. Listen, we, we can either humble ourselves or get humbled at some point in time. It's better to humble ourselves. Over in First uh, uh, Peter 5, 5, it says this, and I'll get there in a second. We're running short on time, but that's all right. We won't run out. <laughs> that's what I say by faith. 1 Peter 5, 5. Should have wrote all these down. Likewise, you younger, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. You want to walk in, uh, uh, in, in God's grace? He says, so therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Amen. Wherever you're at, do whatever you do as unto the Lord. Redeem the time, do what you're supposed to do, whatever your calling is. Run your race to the end. Live till you die. There's, a, there's a, 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 I've said this for years. Live till you die. In other words, let everything that hath breath until the, we have no more breath. Praise the Lord and do what he asks us to do. Got, uh, just short on time here, but I want to turn and see what this scripture says because I haven't seen I need to read Acts chapter six. We're talking about yeah, there it is. Listen, here's what, how we can redeem the time. This is where uh, the, the disciples were were being caught up and serving the widows and 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 uh, and, dis- uh, and were neglecting. It says they were uh, well. Let me just read it. Now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hellenists, or the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, it is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good report. How many of you know good report has something to do with you? Amen. Amen do you do what's right? Are you loving each other? Are you, are you serving God with a right heart and attitude? And this in the community, are you doing the right things in the community full of the Holy spirit? Wow. Oh, I'm full of Holy spirit and wisdom. (laughs) We could, we could apply that to a lot of people. Amen. And we may appoint them over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. Listen, if we're redeeming the time, we're going to help do that. You go over there and read that sometime, Acts chapter six, where they and what came out of that. You know, we had they had uh, table waiters. These guys, they picked out the seven men of good report. They were waiting tables and distribution. But the next thing we find, the word of God spread and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And great, great many of the priests were obedient in the faith. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did wonders and signs amongst the people. This is uh, uh, Stephen, a table waiter. What are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your time? I pray tonight that you would redeem your time, walk your race, run your race, finish your race. (laughs) Paul said it best. I fought the good fight. I've, I've finished my course. We all have a course. I've kept the faith. I pray that's my prayer for you tonight. Run your race, redeem the time. Don't let time get away and, you, and look back and regret and say, man, I wish I'd have done this. I wish I'd have served the Lord this way or that way. Do what you know to do today and God will fill you with his presence and his pleasures. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we all have just a, a short amount of time here on this earth. Even if we live to be 100 or even 120, that's nothing in comparison to eternity. It's like time here is like a vapor that's here for just a moment and gone. And Lord, we don't want to waste our time. So I pray tonight for everyone in the sound of my voice would restock, rethink and take stock of their own lives and say, what am I doing to further the kingdom of God? How can I put my hand to something? How can I be used to to see the kingdom grow and see the kingdom be multiplied? How can I help others? How can I be a blessing? In Jesus' name, because that's what you're calling us for. We truly are blessed to be a blessing. And help us to, to walk the walk that's uh, is pleasing into your sight carefully, circumspectly, that word says, watching every step, knowing that we have we've we've done the right thing when that day comes, so we have to stand before you. So, and hear those words Pray prayerfully. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. We pray that in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's been good to be here. Expect great things because God's still doing mighty things. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website, at livingwordfamily.org And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.